This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Let's get the playoff party started. Middle of the field, there's a sideline toss, and the ball's loose on the ground. It's a fumble. It's recovered by the Texans, and they're off to the AFC playoffs. A stunning win on the road. Led by the rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. This is a Wild Card Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at WarrenAllen.com. Wild Card Week with Dirt and Spray on 1080. Our record is now 0-0 in the playoffs, so we just need our opportunity. We got it. The fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, YouTube.com, slash 1080 The Fan. I think we still have weird camera angles going on there. We're the Brady Bunch this morning. The Brady Bunch. That's you. What? <laughs> did I just go Adam's family there? You kind of did Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Yeah. yeah. Why did I go Monster Mash there? <laughs> Do you know that's our name, Brady? That's the song, right? That's the Brady Bunch song, right? That was close. I was in the ballpark. Why don't you shut up, Jan? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. If you miss my answer to that, would be who the f cares. If you missed the first hour of the show, you can catch it, the Service Patriots podcast section at 1080thefan.com. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. And our great friends at the Vancouver Ford text line uh, can be found at 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more info at vancouverford.com. Look at this. Look at that. Uh, We'll get to some super NFL wildcard weekend stuff. As uh, old Big Joey's over there talking Swag's ear off about YouTube and the internet and porn and whatever else concerns him. Hey, good for Joey being in here at 7 a.m. though, man. That's awesome. Joey's a team player. I call him Joey Rogan. It's unfortunate there's a Joe Rogan, but I call him Joey Rogan more because he laughs like the stoner Seth Rogan. He does. <laughs> it gives you kind of one of those. He's got a big, he's got a big guy chuckle. 
He's he got does. a big guy chuckle. <laughs> Comes from a deep down place. It that, does. that laugh travels a long ways. He's yeah. a large human being. There are people that when you make them laugh, they make you feel like you're funnier than maybe you really are. And he's <laughs> yes. one of them for me. I make him laugh and I yeah. walk and I go, I'm funny. Look at that. I had a good joke. That was a good day right there. Uh, swag, it was funny during the commercial break. I want to get to the Super Wildcard Weekend stuff, but uh, mainly on an everyday basis, Dirt at some point <laughs> is mentioning how incredibly jealous he is. And he almost doesn't need to tell me about what or who anymore because I know who it is and what it is. It's the barstool guys who get to do the golf stuff. Uh, uh, Four-play pod is what they do. They play rounds of golf. They play scrambles. They got this break 90 system thing. And their latest video is them playing with Tiger Woods. And he's like, could you just imagine Tiger tells you to bend your wrist this way? <laughs> I think I would be so nervous I would not be able to hit a golf ball. I disagree with that. I don't know if I'd be able to lock in. That's a lot of pressure, man. What's the pressure? He's I, Tiger and you're, you're not all, Tiger. You're right. Don't sit here and act like there's no... We get nervous teeing off in front of a gallery on the 10th hole at East Moreland, and you're not going to be nervous teeing off in front of Tiger effing Woods? Look, we have some listeners... What's the nervousness? Get out of here. We have listeners that can back this. When we had our listener event a couple years ago out at uh, Persimmon, I ended up being the first tee shot of the tournament, and I had all these people backed up. Piped it straight, 250. It was great. <laughs> it's a good feeling when you do it. Completely crumbled the rest of the round. But, man, sure. in that shot, in that moment, people thought I was an okay good golfer. You got off the tee. That's all you got to do. I did. If you hit the first good tee shot, I feel like you're all right. If you just, like, just shank one, top one, something bad happens on that opening tee shot, now it's in your head. Okay, Swag, answer me this, and then I'll get to the NFL, because I can already hear people going, oh, God, get off golf. Let's do an hour of golf. Are you nervous if Tiger Woods is playing around with you at the T-Box? Are you kind of trembling a little bit? Um, If that's the first time I'm meeting, if, yes. like he's walking yes. up, yes. shaking your hands, yes. hey, thanks for joining my force. And it's going to yes. be, yeah. <laughs> he's the solo. Yes. Now, <laughs> random guy you I met with. him at the driving range, and he kind of broke the ice and, and told you a joke and kind of, you had a chance to get that out of your system. He comes up and says, "What's up, big dog?" <laughs> gives and you he gives you like a bro. If, if hug. it's at the t if it's at the first tee box, don't screw up. Don't uh, screw up. I'm, don't screw up. I am shanking up. that yeah. so far right. It's not even funny. <laughs> Thank you. If that happens at the driving range, totally different. Then I can probably. Yep. No, uh, this is not a driving range conversation. This okay. is the tee box. Well, I'm saying that's the one. difference. Like if if you gave me 30 minutes of just calming myself down before I get to the Hitting first balls team. in front of him, and yes. he's like, hey, nice eight iron. You're like, all right, Tiger thinks yeah, I got a good that was my four iron, now but my, thank you. <laughs> now my confidence <laughs> is a little bit higher. <laughs> players still get this way with him. Yes, yeah. a PGA Tour players do. Scotty Scheffler, how come, you don't, how, how come you don't have divots? Why don't you just pick it? I just flush it clean. <laughs> like, the whole time? Pick it clean, man. Yeah. When I'm, I'm striping it. Yeah. I'm Eldrick Woods. <laughs> what did you expect? Ever heard of me? Google me. I win. I would totally be the guy getting up to the tee box with Tiger watching going, Normally, I uh, normally I don't hit that this kind of shot. We'll you see go what judge happens. on yeah. him. I'm a little off today. I don't yeah. usually hit a slice out of bounds on Gambling the opening tee box. Bushwood is illegal, <laughs> and my, I never slice. Pulled my back about a week ago. We'll see how this whole thing goes. <sighs> a little banged up right now. You know, not feeling 100. percent Been sick for a week. One thing we love about the National Football League: new teams every year. Uh, baseball has long owned. You know the the what's the spring thing? The uh, hopes hope, hope springs eternal. Hope springs, springs eternal. eternal. Thank you. Baseball's owned this forever. 
piss off its footballs. Every year, half of the playoff teams are different. We never see certain teams coming. We could throw the Rams in there. Yeah, who had the Browns in there this year? Who had year? the Browns, uh, Packers. We have six new teams this year, okay? Almost half the field is new. What team is, I mean, it, probably Houston's the most surprising given the rookie coach and the rookie quarterback duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, it's who? Who surprised you the most getting to Super Wild Card Weekend? I think the Rams. I, I, I think everybody looked at that going in and their salary cap issues and how thin they were, um, who who had Kyron Williams and, and Puka Nakua doing what they did, Stafford staying healthy for most of the season. I think everybody thought it was going to be kind of a transition year until they could undo some of their their dead money situation. That's a good one. The six that we have, Rams, Texans, Lions, Packers, Steelers, Browns, oh my. Is yours the Rams <laughs> or is it a different team? This is the beauty of the argument that you just made. Pick whichever one you want. You're not going to be wrong. Mm. Like a, a month and a half. When, when You weren't surprised by the Lions. Not the Lions, not the Eagles. Like I'm not saying the Cowboys, Niners, Ravens, Bills. Like Some of these teams we're not surprised by. But if you would have told me halfway through the year that the Browns were going to win 11 games and go to the playoffs and look like one of the most explosive offenses late in the season. With and with, with their fourth the string quarterback, quarterback, who they bring in because he's 38 and nobody wants him. The Houston Texans have been one of the worst organizations in the NFL the last couple of years. They're like one and done firing coaches. They had the third overall pick in the draft. Like Here they are at 10 wins, winning Wait, the division. Second and third. Second and third picks in the draft. I think you could put them into this category. Let's also not overlook one team that we haven't really talked much about this week. The Green Bay Packers are far and away the youngest team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They moved on from Aaron Rodgers, who had been there for an eternity. They handed the reins to a guy who was completely unproven, and we weren't sure how that was going to look. You had the good running backs. Maybe your defense is okay, but nobody really bought into their head coach. Here they are at nine wins, making the playoffs. Like That surprises me. I can go down the list. The Rams are a great can- candidate. How about the Bucs with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback? Nobody picked that at the start of the year. Nobody looked at the box with Baker and thought, hey, you're replacing Tom Brady with Baker Mayfield. Bucks are going to be back in the playoffs. Right. This is the beauty of the sport. There's no wrong answer here of the outs in the outliers. Like the Lions, the Eagles, the Niners, the Ravens again, the Bills, maybe the Dolphins. These kind of teams didn't surprise anybody. But of that bottom half, I think you could pick any of them, and they're all shocking. I I, I want to talk just a little bit more about these six teams in terms of likelihood and how we feel about some of the matchups that they've been given here in the wild card weekend. So we'll carry that over. And also a local story that kind of piqued my interest because I thought of our producer, hmm. Jason Swigart. So I'll throw that at you coming up next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I drink iced coffee because warm coffee makes me tired. And uh, my ice melts and then starts like just pouring into my mouth with the coffee, and I'm almost choking on ice sometimes. A little watered down coffee in the morning. It's terrible. Not good, Bob. Not good. Uh, Jennifer Hammond will join us. She covers the Lions in Detroit. She's a friend of the show. We've had her on before, Mm -hmm. and they got a big playoff game hosting 
the L.A. Rams as Swag just bolts in a segment where I just tease something specifically for him. Yes, you did. Uh, he's got to get that ninth cup of coffee. Got to get coffee, got to go pee. Let's go Roar Boys. I am rooting for the Roar Boys. I want them to win this weekend. You are I, rooting for the Roar Boys. I am terrified for the Roar Boys. I... That would be such a... Yeah. Oh, man, you imagine all this hype, all I, the buildup, and Matt Stafford comes in and just rips your head off. I'm thinking about kind of fading the Rams here. I think it's a... I know a three is a tough number, but... It just feels like everybody's on the Rams, doesn't it? Seems like it's too trendy of a pick. I'm yeah. with you there. The masses are asses. I mean, go if you went through the list of the teams I gave you, the new playoff teams this year, they're six. And yep. you mentioned the Bucs, and for a split second, I'm like, oh, did I not count the Bucs? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Brady retired. Yes. The Rams, Texans, Lions, Packers, Steelers, Browns, all playing this weekend. Oh, my. When you look at the matchups... And I guess the Lions and Rams are tough because they, they kind of cancel each other out given that they're they're playing. So if you went at the other ones, uh-huh. is there a matchup you like the most? Like, how do you feel about Green Bay at Dallas? That number's gotten up, actually. It's seven and a half. Yeah, it keeps building. The Browns are a road favorite, but they're playing a rookie quarterback. Pittsburgh, I mean, I I mean, no disrespect, Pittsburgh Steeler fan. You guys are one of the best fan bases in sports. I just can't see it. I am I, I've Skylar Thompson in Miami at Buffalo last year, I didn't see it, and they damn near did it. Almost won. Maybe I'll be wrong again. I just, with T.J. Watt out, they're 1-10. I cannot see them pulling off that upset with Mason Rudolph. Maybe covering it's a big number. I don't know if I'm going to gamble on the Bills minus 10. It's a large, snowy playoff game. You tell me it's low scoring, running the football. I I, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. I know Pittsburgh's banged up defensively. The the, the one that I, I have circled the most, is the Tampa-Philly game, which I think is the least exciting game of the weekend. Easily for me it is. But there's something where, and I, I know that I just said the opposite with Kansas City, so go ahead and call me a hypocrite, but there's something with Mahomes at home in the playoffs that I'm like, I know the last month for them hasn't been good, but it's Mahomes at home in the playoffs, and I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Philly has shown us for a month who they are. And I don't know why we would expect anything to change just because you're in the playoffs. Because people, you know, this, this is what it boils down to. And and we would know this because we've been doing it for some time. People don't want to be wrong. Yep. You don't want to be like, well, like Ben Solak wrote an article prior to the Giant game and said, this team's done. And I, I read it. I thought it was really good analysis, but I'm like, it's the Eagles. It's they the loaded. Eagle. Yeah, yeah, like I, you don't want to be wrong and count out the obvious talented team. But you're right, man. That giant game was pathetic. It's embarrassing, dude. Their their last month and a half has been embarrassing. They they've they some of their only wins were games like the Buffalo game that they should have probably lost. They blew a lead at home to the Arizona Cardinals, who are one of the worst teams in the NFL. They tried against the Giants, and they lost. They were just they embarrassed in that game. They got banged up. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust Jalen Hurts. That's going to be bad weather. I that that's one that I circle of like these surprising playoff teams. You tell me the Bucks win that game. I'm I'm eyeing that line because it's up to three. I want to say Philly's favored. You give me the Bucks with three and a half at home against Philly, who can't beat the Cardinals at home or the Giants on the road right now. I'm not saying Tampa's a world beater. Hell, they just struggled with the damn Carolina Panthers last weekend. But something about going on the road in the playoffs, and I just I don't have a lot of faith right now in Philly. Maybe they prove me wrong, but I got to see it to believe it. I have a uh, I have a little theory. I don't know how accurate it is. You could hear it and say, well, it's not real. I have a theory that Rodgers is doing all this noisy crap with McAfee. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. <laughs> you don't want to get into that today? I, what are I, your thoughts on Ivermectin? Did it uh, work? I, I, I'm not smart enough or qualified to answer that. You're this, not a doctor? I thought you were a doctor. No, but oh. all the non-doctors want to tell you what they know. Okay. 
I think he's doing this because, boy, look at the team after he leaves. Youngest in the NFL. Made the playoffs. Jordan Love, 32 tutties, yeah. 11 picks, 4,000 yards. They're in the playoffs. They are in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll beat Dallas. Probably won't. Dallas no. is really good at home. But what a story to be the youngest team. Move on from your legendary quarterback. Replace him with the guy they drafted to piss off the last quarterback. Yeah. And actually play pretty well and well enough to get into the postseason while the other guy spouts off all these grievances because he's worth $200 million and his life is so hard. Hey, he's being canceled. Don't you know that? Nobody wants to give him a platform. On ESPN. He's you being canceled. I'm on it. ESPN being canceled. He's being canceled. That's my theory. He's being real loud <laughs> the last two weeks because that team moving on without him and getting to the playoffs. That's a good theory right there. Crushes him internally. He will never admit it, but it crushes him internally. Well, it's just it's funny that sometimes in divorces, it doesn't often work for the team that gets rid of the star player. And I'm, I'm not comparing the situations, but look at what we're going through in Portland right now. And I know the NFL and NBA are different models, but you move on from Dame. There's not a lot of hope and optimism. Like, when are the Blazers going to be relevant again? It's going to take you a while to get there. That's why the Seahawks last year was such a great story. Yes, because they divorced Russell Wilson and immediately made the playoffs, and nobody saw that coming. And the Packers are this are in the same spot. I just that whole that whole thing is an insufferable story, and it's hilarious to hear a guy from one day to the next say. We need to stop focusing on all the non-football BS. It has torn <laughs> us down this year when he's the guy that has been bringing half of the non-football BS as a focal point to that locker room. And then the very next day he's on this diatribe. I just I, like, you're the issue, dude. Like, this is the problem. There's all these crazy headlines. Somebody compared him to the, the distraction that Kyrie Irving was when he was in Brooklyn and how it's just like nobody doubts your talent. Nobody doubts your ability. It's just become more of a headache than it's worth. Oh, I, I doubt it now. Yeah. I doubted it going into the year a little bit. I did buy it on the Jets because it was fun. But with that Achilles injury and he's going to be 40, yeah, I'm doubting it. Well, and now you go I, – I use the Kyrie example because he goes to Dallas and that was a hot debate when he was traded. Why would Dallas do it? Well, how is this going to work out? Two guards. And I don't know what the ceiling of that team is, but I haven't heard anything from Kyrie Irving and they're playing pretty good basketball. Like he's just back to kind of doing his thing. I'm, they again, they're by 20 to the Grizzlies last night. That's but fine. to your point, yes. They're, they're having a decent playoff. year this year and nobody really expected it to work out because it's two guards and is he going to resign? And it was this whole thing. Like I, he hasn't done anything controversial in a while. He's just hooping and maybe it's – some point he rears its ugly head and it's like ah oh, there's the Kyrie Irving we know and love but at least for now he's quiet like Rodgers just get back to playing football man it's just an insufferable story right now um I saw something we talked with Jennifer Hammond coming up here at the bottom of the hour she just texted me so let's see if this was a uh, <laughs> with hey. our luck right now she probably canceled sounds good hey any chance hey. we could push this back <laughs> I could go tomorrow maybe maybe Friday <laughs> We're not on a good track record right now of getting guests on the show. Well, we've had some, we've had yes. guests scheduled, we and have. then not our fault had yes. some things happen behind the scenes that we can't publicly talk about because yeah, we had another one today, an Odyssey station. Sure, uh, Jennifer, I asked before the show, so like I'm not shocked that something may have popped up. I'll see what happens here. <laughs> I saw a story locally, read even a little bit about it, Ooh. and I thought of our producer Jason Swigart. What happened? The third wheel on our show. Yes. Are they, uh, the Hops going to find $15 million for this stadium? I read some stuff on this. The Hops need $15 million to pay for these renovations. If they do not get it by a certain date, I saw Maury Brown report they will move to Vancouver, Washington. Where would they play, and what, what, is, what do you know about this story? Uh, that I have not yet heard. That part is new to me. I know they had a big uh, media, they had a... Uh, a tour yesterday. They had some local uh, political and, and community leaders speaking 
Um, they got an extension from Major League Baseball uh, from the initial deadline to have everything done, extending it that coincides with the end of the state legislative period. Mm. Uh, they're down. To, the whole project is around $120 million. They're looking for $15 million to bridge all the gap from local money, from the owner's contributions, which is pledged over $80 million. Uh, so I, I, I think they're confident that it will come together. They are. It's about putting some public pressure on some public representatives to do some things that should we be doing? I mean, I, I this is an interesting one because Major League Baseball, the MLB uh, Diamond Project here in Portland, we've been talking about it for a long time. And a big cat, a big part of it is the it's private. We got all the money. Don't worry about the monies. We got the monies. We don't know who has the money, but they claim they have ownership group that has all this money. Nobody yeah. can figure I out. I wouldn't who it equate is. this to that. Well, I mean, public money in stadium stuff? Isn't well, that the same? Well, I, I would not equate this particular situation to what Major League Baseball and, and the Portland Diamond Project would be undertaking. Well, it's not, I think it's apples and oranges. Uh, in, hmm. But in what capacity? They want, a new, they want to run a renovate and change the stadium, right? Don't they want to build a new stadium? Yeah, they're, and the they plan need... is to build. Well, when Minor League Baseball reorganized yeah. and the 120 teams that were left – Part of the deal was there had to be cert- there were certain facility standards that you had to reach, and there was some stuff with the hops that their current setup because the opposing uh, the visiting club basically had to go share locker rooms that were in the football stadium because it's a public facility. So they were going to have to upgrade. That's how this all started. They were going to have to upgrade that no matter what. So they said, okay, we're going to have to do this if we're going to put you know, shovels in the dirt and tear some things up and rebuild some things. What else could we do? That stadium's that, not that old. That would make Wrong. it. It's no, not, it's, it's not. not that old. No, I think they want to expand it too for concerts and other things. So the other, other thing is, is the yes. So that stadium is still a public stadium. So the hops don't have full control over dates and all of those oh, okay. things in the new stadium. The, the city, the public would still own it. But the hops would have full operational control of it. So when they are out of town or when it's off season, then it can still be used for festivals, musical concerts, beer festivals, whatever you want to do. Um, so it would be more of a full year-round use facility. So they're looking for $15 million through public officials in different ways? Yes. Is kind of what you're saying? Yes. And if they don't get it, they don't have it, right? Uh, they don't have it. Okay. They, I mean, the the owners could kick in more, but they're like I said, they're already pledging over eighty million dollars to that project. Oh, well, yeah. So it's not like they're looking for a free ride here. There will always be a debate well, f- about. Looking, sh- hold on, looking yeah. for fifteen million more dollars is that's <laughs> a lot of money by most people's no, definition. No, nobody. Looking it's for it's a, free a big ride. check to write. They understand that, <laughs> but for those thinking that. You know the quote "public private" where we think no, it's yeah. and it's just it's just a family that owns it. This isn't a big corporation or anything like that. This is what they do. What a ridiculous standard, by the way, for minor league baseball. Your locker rooms aren't good enough. Like what? I mean, why don't you start by? I mean, I know they're finally getting there, but remember when they didn't pay their players and they were all living below the poverty yeah. line? Like that should be a bigger deal than yeah. are your locker rooms up to code? But I know they're making strides in that department. This will always be a fascinating debate. How much money of public money are you willing to give towards a state? 
stadium. The argument for it will be that there's benefits of it, that you're mm-hmm. going to get concerts, you're going to get events, you're going to get a nicer ballpark to go to to watch games. It's a thing yeah. to do in the summer. The counter-argument is there's not a lot of money out there right now, and everybody is struggling. Yeah. We are all running deficits, and is that where the $15 million could be best used to serve the community? Well, but um... – by my math, with the eighty kicked in and owing fifteen, well, and that's fifty five million. Of forty five million, right? The city yeah. of Hillsborough has already pledged forty five million dollars. It has to be. There's a well. They've pledged. I think eighteen million was theirs. I think the county. I think there was going to be the the Washington County was going to do something to generate a little bit. So this is specifically to the state. I am fascinated by. I. I I'm fascinated by the story. I got to admit, I read about it last night, and then I yeah. saw the Vancouver Washington. And I'm like, where the hell would you play in Vancouver? Yeah, there's not a lot of ground up there. Yeah, what there? stadium do they have? <laughs> do they have all this money they want to give you? Don't they already? Well, doesn't Vancouver already have a team? Well, they have a they have a team that's in the with Raptors the Pickles. The Raptors are up at Ridgefield, uh, so I don't know if you could do. I mean, the outfield's just open park basically, so I don't know if you could build it's sort of more open out there so maybe you could very quickly build something but that part was new to me i i had not yet i I, me either the story didn't have it maury brown's the one that i saw on twitter last night he said they could be moving to vancouver and i was like what (laughs) that would be why vancouver hops now is that what we're looking at the tough part i think is the what what you pointed out and i swag's right like there's codes in this is evolving and they're in a different league now and they've been upgraded and all that the stadium's not that old i think that's the hard part that a lot of so new when i drive past it's a beautiful ballpark what they want to do is they want to move the fences in because portland state's uh, softball team was playing across the parking lot where they're going to build it. They wanted to move the fences in. The city will still own that. It'll go back to use for public. Uh, you could have a four to 5,000 seat now stadium for Portland State softball, but they also said you could make a proposal to bring back the Little League a softball World Series that used to be played out at the Alpen Rose Dairy. Mm. I, uh, I I read it, and I just, given the Blazer predicament and where they're at right now, I just every day I'm like, we have... <laughs> we need something else. <laughs> something. We need something. I mean, man. come we on, need, anything. <laughs> something to distract you. Give something. me something. <laughs> anything. Because that team doesn't have any pressure on them. <laughs> no, they no, can they do not. suck, and nobody can watch, and then the minute they become an eight seed, oh, I'm back! We're good. Yep. That's kind of what their situation is. It's like clockwork, man. The second they become interesting and everybody will be back on the bandwagon. Do you think ultimately swag? I know it's a guess because you don't have all the intel. Do you think they'll ultimately get the 15 mil they need in time? I, I, there is a confidence, uh, from those inside the hops Mm. that, um, that they'll find a way to do it. Okay. Um, you know, so you're, this is the last piece. So yeah, I think they're. The 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 stories that you've seen come out in the public have been strategic. Oh. Look okay. At that, look at that cryptic message. I know, very cryptic. Inside information. If over I heard here. that, I'd be like, what the hell does that mean? What are you holding out on us for? Give <laughs> us the details, man. Well, he's kind of an employee. I'm kind of putting him on a spot yeah. as employees. If we're going to go exciting minor league sports news, I was talking to the Winterhawks owner the other night. They got some exciting things brewing as well. Are they going to blow up the Glass Palace? Well, they can't God, do I, that. I can't say anymore. I mean, I really can't. He asked me not to say. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So why'd you just tease it? I, I thought we were just throwing out cryptic, exciting information. Yeah, but he I gave to... me real information <laughs> on the topic. Stay tuned is all I'll say. You know, I was talking to somebody at Oregon State. <laughs> you wait. Big things brewing. You wait. You know the new commissioner of the WHL is a Portland guy. Is he? Yeah. 
He's an that? Adidas. He was an Adidas executive. I think Oregon State's going to get that Apple TV deal. I think they'll they be just too. right there with the Big Twelve. <laughs> I'm going to go from a Ted Lasso episode to watching Oregon State, Washington well, State. You might be saying Spring. How do you know if that's true? Yeah, give me the deets. George Klyovkov texting me personally. <laughs> Georgie. That's where I get all my intel. Things are going great. We're going to get a TV deal. Probably in the ballpark of the Big 12. Everything will be fine. I'm glad they're hanging out on the sidelines again. We're just going to fall into that trap. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? How you misled the public for nine months and lied to everybody? Oh, God. Remember that? Remember when the Pac-12 was going to be fine? Where did I lead us? Let's get out of this. We got Statter Story at 8.15. I don't think we got a Tigger guest. I will. She text backed her. out on us at the last no, second. No, she's, but she's, her flexibility time is uh, not line up with our clock. That's all right. Nor is me breaking at 34. Swag <laughs> wouldn't shut up. It's his fault. Shut up, Swag. Uh, we got a whole lot more to get to. Statter Story 8.15. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the fan. Ryan asking a fun question on the YouTube live chat. We yeah. mentioned playing, how nervous you'd be playing golf with Tiger. Yeah, I got a poll question up. Would you be trembling uh, at the opening tee box if you were playing around a golf with Tiger Woods? So Ryan asked this. I thought it was an easy answer, but I will throw it to you two fine gentlemen. Uh, what is what? Which is the worst outcome for you? Tiger walks up. You meet him on the first tee. He's the random bro in your foursome. You're like, holy S, I'm playing golf with Tiger Woods. So you're not even under the idea that you're playing with no, Tiger? No, just totally random. Okay. He shows up. And all of a sudden, it's like you do the tee flip thing. You're up first. Okay, so you're like, oh, God, put the peg in the ground. I know. I said the breaking news. We'll get to it. Wow. I know. We'll get to it in a moment. Don't spoil my breaking news. Don't spoil my breaking news. I want to ask this question first. Massive news. What is which is the worst outcome for you? Shanking the ball like 100 yards into an opposite fairway, like just way left, way right. Like, oh, my God, that went so far right. You're going to be walking for a mile and a half or topping the ball 15 yards. Oh, topping, it's topping the ball. Topping. That's what I yeah, said, too. You can pull your D out in front of Tiger Woods. And my response was that you could, at least if you shank one so far into another fairway, at least that would give you a moment to, like, collect your thoughts. Of, like, you're walking, you're alone, you're like, okay, deep breath, deep breath. But if you top one 10 yards, then you're still in front of everybody. Maybe you're hitting three wood off the first tee, you're still hitting three wood again. Okay. That's embarrassment that you can't get over. I, I know you're not going to believe me, okay? And I can't fault you for that. We've <laughs> golfed I don't know how many times in our lives together. Uh-huh. I actually have zero worry or nervousness about the slice or shank. Because I'll tell you why. <laughs> I've seen him do it. And he's the greatest golfer of my life. So if Tiger can do it once in a while, who cares if Joe Schmo that's like a 20 handicap does it? Yeah, I've seen I've seen Jordan Spieth hit it yeah. sideways. You see yes. Victor Hovland this weekend in Hawaii? I missed that he one. He stole the ball out of a bunker out of bounds. Like bladed one over the green out of bounds. Did it go in the ocean? Uh, not quite ocean, but went into the jungle. You're like, okay, that one's gone. I did watch a little of the uh, Century tournament this weekend. That's closer. And I, uh, that was closer. Ballpark. Are you with him on that? The Century Century? Uh, you're, you're putting a little bit of a U in there. You're going a little bit of U. Century. Yeah, you're, you're Century. You're like missing. What am I missing? S e n t r y. Century. Yes, that time you century. got it. Century. Sentry. Is that the difference? I'll allow it. I'll Anyways, allow it. I'm watching Scotty Scheffler putt, and then right behind him, I'm like, is, is that a whale? It was a guy snorkeling. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a big blowhole out there. <laughs> hey, if I ask you, would you want to keep a head coach who has a 10-24 and 24 record in the NFL, what would your answer be? No, thank you. <laughs> you would say you would vote no on that. Get really? me yeah. out of this hell is 10 what and I 24, say. not yeah. good enough 10 for and you. 24, no 14 thing. games below 500, not good enough for you. Well, a team made that decision today, and that was the Chicago Bears, according to Adam Schefter. They are not 
Despite rumors, reports, speculation, moving on from Matt Eberflus, the Flusser is going to be back in Chicago. This is his second year in the, uh, as the Bears head coach. He was 3-14 and 14 in year one. He was 7-10 and 10 last year. So if you're looking for a silver lining, there was a four-game progression. So there's your silver lining. Plus four in the win total, Plus boss. four. That means they're due for 11 next year. Probably winning a division title with Justin Fields as an MVP. Dark Horse candidate. Uh, Matt Eberflus sticking around in Chicago. What does it mean for the next thing, though? Does it, I mean, it makes, makes you wonder, doesn't it? It makes you connect dots in your head. It for sure does. There's a Bears ca- account that I saw uh, over the weekend after the Bears lost to the Packers, and it said, breaking sources say Matt Eberflus will return next year as the Bears head coach. And then he spaced it down a couple and then said, sources, semicolon, the Bears ownership group. I've seen them my whole life. <laughs> They're going to bring him back. They are. And he got a bunch of retweets and people just basically throwing gifs of really pissed off people out. I, I do not think this was a move that Bears fans are in on. No. Um, Nor should they be. This There's a lot of noise on Justin Fields. I forget who it was, but somebody was just on ESPN saying, I've never seen a locker room rally behind a guy like Justin Fields right now. The leader, Bob. Good luck to everybody. Did we see involved. that with the Raiders and Derek Carr when all hell broke loose a couple years ago? <laughs> I just, I mean, he was wearing eyeliner. It's pretty cool. Look, Almost got yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah, but he was, he was, he was the adult in the room. He was. And the Gruden stuff was happening and blowing up. Yeah. Good. And now he's in New Orleans. Good. I, you are on the other side of this, so like we will just have to see how this plays out. Good luck to everybody involved there. If if they're going to trade out of the one pick, I I don't think their season was great. I I don't think there's anything impressive about them. Or Fields or Eberflus. Fields has moments. His numbers don't actually suggest he's doing a whole lot at quarterback. And that was about about a showing on the road as you could have had. I good luck to Chicago. How dare you bring facts into this conversation? How <laughs> now they, dare I, you? I, I don't, don't care about your facts. I care about your feelings. A bunch How do you of the feel? offensive coaching staff? They are doing so that. Getsy's out and several of the offensive assistants. I mean, just use two. Co- I'm just going to throw two coaches at you. And I think the news of yesterday makes this even more disappointing if you're a Bears fan. First off, you have the Jim Harbaugh angle. I, we all assume he's going back to the NFL. Maybe it's the Chargers. Maybe it's another job. We all assume he's going back. What did he just do with his alma mater in college? He won a national title. Who was he most known for probably playing with in the NFL? He was a Bear. Now, she, Bear Colton Bear Charger. Colton, <laughs> he could win one for the Chargers. <laughs> sure, go back to his former team. But there was a lot of that. Like, let's bring Jim back to Chicago. He was a bear. Let's bring him back, make him a bear. Even if that's not your answer, is there anybody on the planet that would rather have Eberflus as their coach than Mike Vrabel? I mean, any of the coaches. And I don't even know if you can give Vrabel. Maybe you can, but wouldn't you at least want to kick the tires on that before you make this decision? Well, maybe maybe Fields staying dirt, to your point, will end up being the right decision. He'll develop a little more. He learned a lot. Wouldn't you want Ben Johnson like to be the head coach and also the offensive coordinator to and, unlock a young quarterback. I mean, if he can unlock a Jared, I mean, not that Goff had not done anything prior to Detroit, yeah. but like people wrote Jared Goff off when he went to Detroit. They did. He's had a really good run there. Ben Johnson's thought of very highly as an offensive genius right now, and we'll have to wait and see. But like that's the reputation. I'd rather have my quarterback have the coach instead of. An Eberflus. Yeah. Coaching news, man. It's that time of year. Yesterday, Vrabel fired in Tennessee. We kind of right after we got off the air today, Eberflus kept in Chicago. Is is also, I'm trying to think about this in real time because this just broke. Is this their way of kind of saying without saying we're not really sure we could get the top names? We're not really in that running? It could be. Because if you stack the jobs, Vegas... Vegas has some pieces, but also, like, it's Vegas. Yeah, it's, yeah. Right? So that makes sense. Yep. Uh, LA's got Herbert. 
Uh, I still maintain the Chargers is the best job because of the quarterback situation. Um, but Washington, it, I think their owner being different and having been a rebuild in the NBA, I think they're going to really revamp that thing. I would like that more. Yeah. The only one worse than Chicago would probably be Carolina. And Chicago might be up there because of their draft status more so than anything else. Yeah, I would put Chicago either second or third. I see your point on the commander's ownership situation. That would be intriguing at least. I wouldn't really want much to do with the Raiders' job. That's a dysfunctional organization. They have been for a long time. And Carolina is probably at this point the worst job in the NFL. With that, with Tepper, yeah. Right, you have no, you don't have a first-round pick this year. you got a bad owner who's meddling in everything you're doing. Who wants that job? I want nothing to do with that job. And so I think it's depending on, would you rather have draft capital to rebuild as a coach and kind of shape the roster, or would you rather have an owner that you trust to a certain extent who you know is going to be all in on spending money where you need it so. I, they're gonna find somebody but it'd be really funny if they didn't <laughs> carolina like just nobody would <laughs> nobody wants nobody to. david tepper's the head coach next year it's like all right guess i'm hiring myself we don't have any other choices guess what i'm not firing myself either uh i want to get to a question where are you at we'll get to that at the top of the hour status story at 8 15 let's make fun of each other though and we'll do that next on the fan don't care. all right status story coming up final hour get back into the question of where are you at Got a poll question out there. At Dirt and Sprague on Twitter. Go vote. Get to that in the final hour of the show. I thought it was uh, this would be a shorter segment. We've gone a little long here in the last few uh, segments. That's okay. Matt Eberflus kept in Chicago. It's big news for the Bears. Well, Warren and Eberflus already trending on Twitter. So I can imagine <laughs> the outrage is pretty big. Did not take long. Uh, let's make fun of each other, shall we? You guys want to make fun of each other? So every year at the start of the season, we do a time old tradition of picking our division winners our afc nfc championship oh games and our super bowls oh, crap. you guys ready to go through what we thought was going to happen at the start of the nfl season uh, take yourself back to ooh. august can you remember mm. who your super bowl matchup was in august no no I, you can't i might have no. said i don't think i was anywhere close. i'm pretty sure i might have a rematch I'm, I'm, you did. You had Eagles over Chiefs. That yeah. was your Super Bowl pick this year. Yeah. I, so you same Super actually, Bowl, I different outcome. Have, I might have gone with the Ravens. You did. Yes. You know who you had them beating? The Niners? In the, in the NFC. Did I go Niners? You did. Oh, wow. wow. Swag has a Ravens over Niners Super Bowl that pick. That will piss me off. <laughs> I have a 49ers over Chargers Super Bowl pick. So, you know, doing great over here, Bob. Yeah. Being uh, a hunk did not fare well for you this no, year. No, it did not. That one didn't play out. Swag had him in the AFC title game, but he had him losing to the Ravens in the AFC title game. So he's not quite on my level of honk yet in his year <laughs> one of Charger fandom. Let his wife get a Herbert jersey. That's right. That's how it works. Uh, so here are our, our best and worst division picks. Uh, not that any of these are really great. I don't. Can you? Can, I don't think you could find two years ago because I might have did the same thing two years ago. Where I was like Rams, Bengals again. Right, yeah, just like do a idiot. rematch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's still there's a chance they're both in the playoffs. It's, you're technically not eliminated yet. I'm the Come only on. one with a Super Bowl Come team on. eliminated. We know the Eagles ain't winning, this but I also have the 49ers winning, so I'm gonna hang that. I'm gonna hang my hat on that. Oh, uh, so ballsy, so ballsy this year. Uh, our our best and worst picks. Best, it's kind of hard to classify that for some of us. Like I, Swag and I had the Niners winning the NFC West, not going out on a limb there. You know what? Um, I like money. You know what? I don't like joke. This is true. Sprague, you took the Seahawks to win the NFC West this year. It's because I took a slight little financial flyer on them. <laughs> you did, I'm yeah. an idiot. Uh, let's see here. You were the only one, though, that took the Lions to win the NFC North. Swag and I took the Vikings. Oh, my. Oh, my, right? Yeah. Uh, we all missed on the NFC East. All of us took the Eagles. Well, yeah. Close. I mean, it's not like that thing was an it's embarrassing one game. pick. Yeah, one game. One I know. Game. I'm just saying. We all missed on that. We all missed on the NFC South. Uh, I you, took the Falcons. You two took the Falcons. I took the Saints. 
Uh, you were the only one who took the Chiefs to win the AFC West. Swag and I took the Chargers. That didn't work out for us. Uh, you and I, Sprague, took the Ravens, hey. and Swag took the Bengals to win the AFC North. Which so we hit on that. Might have been right had Burrow stayed yep. healthy, but he got banged up. We all missed on the AFC South. All of us took the Jags to win the division. Well, again, we were pretty close to being right yeah. on that. Uh, Swag and I took the Bills to win the AFC East. You took uh, Ivermectin Rodgers to win the AFC East. Didn't work out for you there. Hard, hard knocks got me, man. Hard knocks got me. <laughs> the hard knocks bump is real. It dude. is. It is real every single year you fall into that trap. And then quickly I'll go over. My AFC title game was Chargers over Bills. Oopsies. I had the 49ers over the Eagles in the NFC title game with the Niners beating the Chargers. Sprague in the AFC title game, you had Chiefs over Ravens. So you had the Ravens in the AFC title. That's a good little AFC yeah. title game. You had the Eagles over the Lions in the NFC title. You know, yeah, you're alive. I was bad, but not like the worst. You got a shot. Swag had Ravens over Chargers in the AFC title game, so half of that's good. And 49ers over Eagles in the NFC title game. So yeah. I thought it'd be fun to go back. That's so why I write these down every year. It's kind of fun at go. the end of the year. You look back and see how stupid we were. Who is the halftime show this year? I forget. Do you guys remember? I don't. Do you remember top of your head? No, not off the top of my head. I want to say it's a big artist. Yes. Is it Justin? No, Justin Timberlake. No, he, did, no. he did that uh, Minnesota Super Bowl with Philly and uh, New England. Who is the Super Bowl show of 2024? It is Usher. Oh, there you go. Usher. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to do that sliding piano dance in my kitchen <laughs> with my socks on the hardwood. I cannot do it nearly as well as Usher, but I will be doing it. Uh, you can send in your worst picks for the NFL season. We have fun making fun of each other. And uh, those were some of our best and worst from back in August when we thought, hey, this is what's going to happen in the NFL season. we got a lot to get to in the final hour. Some more thoughts on Super Wildcard Weekend. Statter story coming up at 8.15. Let's start, though. Where are you at with this? That's next on The Fam. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 